halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. Hi, I'm Jenny Chair. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor, and welcome to Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. And he runs down the field and he does the throw to the other guy who is uh, yeah, it's Super running Bowl along. Sunday. And uh, oh, yeah, it's a, oh, it's a goal. Why does Camilo just sound constipated? (laughs) It's like (laughs) you're narrating a poop. This is is my announcer's voice. It's it's like I'm at the peak of my excitement. I'm at at the edge of the the toilet seat, I guess, if I sound. Yeah, aren't we all? We're all Um, at the edge of the toilet seat. We are Um, are literally coming at you live on tape from Super Bowl 50. It's exactly Super Bowl Sunday, although we're all going to miss Jay-Z's halftime show, which I'm sure will involve Beyonce, which I'm sad about. I'd like to see that. Well, thanks to the miracle of YouTube YouTube. and uh, yes, you uh, will be able to you'll be able to. Yeah, there's a few halftime shows that I've gone back and like watched Um, Prince. Prince uh, uh, is one. Michael Jackson is another. I just um, uh, replay over and over the uh, Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction. It's, oh, for wow. Me, for me. When you're feeling uh, fluid. <laughs> as uh, our listeners don't know, but but uh, apparently I've gone from Floridian to Fluidian because I'm trying to mm-hmm. flow. But He's um, up and down that Kinsey scale. Uh, to me, some people like obsess over like the JFK assassination. I obsess over every detail Nipplegate. of, of Nipplegate. And I've just uh-huh. I played over and over, slowed down to analyze like whether it was Justin who deliberately caused it to. Um, Don't you think, OK, I have a question. Are there yeah. conspiracy theories about this? Like, do you think it was not planned? Well, OK, <laughs> it's I think- clearly planned. Hold, wait, hold on. What what have you what are you withholding that I don't know? I, I mean, in retrospect, I think it's it was it, it's kind of I mean, I'm thinking it, about how you don't funny... think that Janet, like on an everyday basis, wears star shaped uh, past. What are they? Pasties? Pasties. Yes. Um, Sorry, I almost called them pasties, which are like meat pies from northern Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> meat patties on her on her nips. What I'm if what if Justin about- pulled off her top and she had meat patties? I'm thinking about pasties. the thousands of complaints that came into the FTC and the people, yes. the people making those phone calls. Hello, is this the FTC? I just want to say I was watching the Super Bowl and I'm outraged at the meat patty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outraged because I thought I was going to see Nip and instead there were star shaped pasties. Yeah. Um, um, uh, okay. It so- was planned. And, you know, I guess at the time, uh, Jana got all of the heat because it was her Nip. And Justin, like the kind of slippery snake he is, I mean, yeah. really, he has not. He has not aged well. Like his his relationships with women have not aged well in this sort of Me Too era. We are looking back retrospectively at how he treated Britney and the things he said about Britney and the fact that a lot of people think that he threw uh, Janet under the bus with her her meat patty nips and that it's not fair yeah but why why he's apologized for basically everything yeah why wouldn't he rally to her side at the time though like what what did he have to lose yeah but clearly people feel pressure from social shaming my god we have examples of it everywhere but do you think he was still so beholden to like his record 
Yeah. Uh, Are you kidding me? Yeah. Do you not remember but, what happened? All I mean, of these sponsors vaguely. were dropping Janet left and right. Um, advertisers were dropping. I mean, people, yeah, there were really bad consequences for her. So, I mean, I think, yeah, it's obvious why he didn't align himself with her. He was just like, uh, Janet, I don't know her. I don't, I was walking by and a nip popped out and I don't, you know, the noble sorry thing about been, that. Yeah. Sorry. We misjudged the event. We did this. Like mm-hmm. it was, he it was, was, um, it was like, when you think about it, it was kind of badly, it was ill-timed or that was not the right venue. <laughs> Cause it is, uh... I don't know. Maybe I'm like putting on like a rose colored, like old, not, you know, modern lenses on this, but it's, it's so innocent when you think about it now, you know, really? Couldn't you say, okay, couldn't you take a progressive view and say, it looks like a man who's, um, who's sexually assaulting a woman. That's not what I mean. I mean, the actual like breastage with the nipple uh, meat patties on it. Like to me, it's just like, I don't know, maybe because I've been a New Yorker and I've seen lots of provocative entertainment that. Yes, to it, us, it's nothing, but maybe to nothing. some, some, somebody. The Oral Roberts, Oral yeah, Roberts. Yeah, they don't. Like <laughs> I mean, look, I. This it's, is a long time ago now. I mean, you have to put yeah. it in context. I mean, when was this nip slip Super Bowl? I think it was like the early 2000s, right? Yeah, it was a different it was a different world, although it was uh, 2004. Uh, it was although- uh, it was the height of the Bush years. It was we were about to go into the Iraq war. <laughs> or we were in the Iraq war. It was the height of the Bush years, but not the height of the nip years. That's you know true. I mean? Uh huh. That's right. I was upset about a lot of Bush those days. So so when did the Madonna uh, Britney kiss you know why before that I, that's what i was about to say it it does seem odd in it's almost like it was kind of post madonna doing um super scandalous things okay and in this sort of backlash conservative moment that the u.s was having Mm. i think that's possible i think we need it was uh, also i don't want to do the research but i want our listeners to send us a complete timeline of super bowl it was also we were in the thick of what was called raunch feminism the rise of raunch of the female chauvinist pig you guys get stripper poles and the, the um, Britney Madonna Christina kiss was just one year prior, 2003. See? Yeah, MTV Video Music Awards. Oh, yeah. but it wasn't the Super. For some reason, I thought that was the Super Bowl. No, it was okay. the, it was it was the MTV. MTV Music Awards. And oh, remember, well, there was yeah. a big scandal because Britney did an open, like tongued kiss, and Christina did a chaste peck. <laughs> and uh, they no one ever she, talks about Christina. I no, no, they all her, felt that right? that uh, Britney had stolen the the spotlight because that was not what they rehearsed. No. Um, speaking you know, of Britney, you know what, J- Justin? The jokes on you because if I was going to put anything on right now, it would be the velvet curtain, like a million times before "Sexy Back" or whatever. Oh, you mean his music? Yeah. Um. Well, he's. Who knows? He's married to an anti-vaxxer, Jessica Biel. Which uh, is fine. I, I don't want to talk about this. It's all blah, blah, blah. Um, but I have. I do have a question for you, Kim. We talked a little bit about this on our cooling down text thread. Um, but how does everybody feel that Britney has done post-conservatorship? <laughs> okay we've we've all agreed that she may be slightly unhinged on social media but do we know that that's a reflection of her actual day-to-day life is Mm. or or is she just kind of building her brand with what works which is crazy yeah and by the way kanye west is doing the same thing he is out of control right now I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that both of them have some mental health issues and um, they have both been documented. I, you know, not to not I am not a doctor and I cannot diagnose and have not treated any of these people. But I mean, you can read about that anyway. 
<laughs> yeah, we're giving you carte blanche. Yes, it's a podcast. So if, I'm, yeah. if I move to Beverly Hills, apparently, and I'm fabulous enough and have a fancy enough office, I'm sure I can't. I could treat some of them. Um, <laughs> Dr. Gaynor, please weigh in. <laughs> Aging Dr. Gaynor. Dr. Gaynor, the Spears uh, family. Yes. Hello. Uh, are you here for your meat pasty nip? Okay, so if Phil, if Phil and Oz can could call themselves that's true in the public sphere then yeah. um dr phil had um a a spirited debate i'll put it that way about uh gender non-binary trans <sighs> and i was I like wow this watch is, i saw that this is officially feet. trickled down like it's really leaped out of the academy yeah. into middle america that was my takeaway but i i wish i could source this tweet which i think i may have sent to you but uh, I'm sorry to whoever wrote this because it's hilarious and I do not recall who it is, but it was basically, can you imagine anything more terrifying than Dr. Phil running at you at full speed? That's very funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I can. Dick Cheney. <laughs> Especially if he had like his uh, shotgun on Dick him. Dick Cheney with a shotgun. That's right. Dick Cheney and camouflage fucking run for your life. <laughs> Remember uh, when he Shane. shot somebody in the face? <laughs> he is in uh, he's taking an extended vacation in a very warm climate. So we don't really have to worry about Dick Cheney. This really is like the 2000s episode. You guys We're doing our aughts nostalgia. Yeah, um, I right. I mean, we touched gently upon conspiracy theories and there's something mm -hmm. I wanted to sort of I have a new conspiracy theory and I wanted to I want to make sure that that I'm claiming it here that I'm the first okay to, um, to bring it up does it end in anon are you have you have you totally like it could I haven't I haven't like sort of joined the strands with anon yet but there there could be like a, a connection there so let me work on okay. it but um Wait, can I just say something? Dick yeah. Cheney's not dead because I thought he was. I know. I thought, no, he's, he's not. not That's dead. what I was thinking. Kim, he's not dead. He's a he's he's, he's a hero now because he came out against January 6th and they yeah. like I hate to say Why this. Why is they, he not dead? They lie they they lionized him. He's like the one of the people consider him a good Republican now. He Wow, I really that. have uh, lost touch with American politics. Good. Um, and yeah, it's kind sure. of incredible, but uh, I thought Dick it, it's really dead. bad because because now, um, uh, sorry, who's our turtle Republican leader? Um, um, Mitch, McConnell. Mitch McConnell is now apparently a hero of some kind that we're yeah because admire. he said that Trump didn't uh, that uh, the election wasn't stolen yeah so yeah it's, it's, it's the bare minimum sort we of are, that we are we are in bizarro we're, we're like in Alice in Wonderland's like mirror world at this point it's impossible to tell what's real and what's not but also Mike is, like uh -huh. let's, I I I won't bring it up but what the what what Joe Biden just did to the Afghanistan like fucking population is one of the most disgusting things an American president has done in my lifetime i i i don't know i oh yeah man those kids are fucking starving and we just took all their fucking money no what do you mean oh yes seven they had seven billion dollars we've we've effectively completely destroyed their banking system please i have read a lot about this what we just did is fucking disgustingly immoral don't let's not cheer for team blue on this one. If Trump did the same thing, if Trump did the same thing, we would all be fucking repulsed. This is a repulsive thing to do to a population. I'm not repulsed. You should be. Three and a half billion dollars is going to go a really long way in Afghanistan. No, it's not, dude. You should read more about it. Sorry, but you're wrong on this one. Okay, I'll take my wrong. You should read read more about it. Read what it's doing right, to their I'm, banking system. I'm I'm working run by the Taliban. Who's who? Fucking cares? That's not our business. Yeah, it's not. It's none of our business. We should stop going around and like interfering in other people's elections and the way other people run their countries. We didn't like it when people did it to us, did we? Who did it to us? Oh, you know, the four the years of Russia Gate. <laughs> the prospect that like, oh, I'm not kidding. That was Rachel Maddow's nightly fair. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel, as far as I'm concerned. I'm just saying, like, this, that's not are, our, these, our, our business not is not telling things. other countries how they should run their cultures. This is our money. 
So it's you, not like, our money. What are you talking it, about? It's not our money. It was seven billion dollars of the Afghan government's money. That's not our money. I thought what's his name ran away with half with like most of it. Uh, the president that he we does. installed. Yeah, he did. Who, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the, the money that was frozen is not our money. I, I just I really don't understand this one. I, I will say I just don't understand how that this can be defended. It's it's I'm neither defending it nor not defending it. It's off my radar. It is not even within the top 50 of my. Do you think terms. this is like but, palatable to people because they are uh, because he is using half of the frozen funds to give to 9-11 victims? I which is repulsive. Why? I mean, let's 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 admit the fucking the hijackers were Saudis. I mean, the people who carried that out were Sau- were not were not from Afghanistan. We bombed we we occupied and drone bombed that country for 20 years. If you if you read about what's happening in Afghanistan now, the images of children starving, it's it's really it's really disgusting. It's it's morally repulsive. Yeah, but this is actual colonialism. But if this is happening, well, okay. What? It happens How all over you, the. It has happened so all over the world. It has happened all over yeah, the world so, so for did, centuries. So, so are you defending colonialism as just like a natural outgrowth of how the world works? Nope. I'm okay. Just, I am a. Um, I'm a realist, I guess. Okay, so imperialism like, is fine, and that's just the way it is. No, it's misery. And is you're a, okay with our history. A misery is a daily, unfortunately, occurrence for a vast proportion of the global population. And um, handing out three and a half million of banking assets that were not billion av- dollars, seven that were, billion that dollars not, that were, that were frozen. not available to the to the common everyday person in Afghanistan that were probably ill gained monies from poppy field drug that our population which is in a state of despair partly because our leaders have run this country so badly for 40 years are gobbling up in mass overdoses please do not defend the american government on this just don't who said i'm defending anybody it's because let me tell you I'm something. Just, I'm if, if, were Trump, if, if were Trump, if were Trump who had done this, if Trump had done this, if Trump had done this, okay, I would not care. It, no, you would see it as fucking repulsive because it is. I wouldn't because it's okay. not. Well, then I, I. It's not on my radar, Jen. I'm sorry, it's not on my I, radar. I, I know Camilo, too, and I, I believe him. Yeah. <laughs> I believe he would have the same level of apathy. Yeah. Whether I don't, I don't consider it apathy because I look at I, I look at the information and I've absorbed the information and I choose to roll it in with well, this is the horrific price of international. That I regret it, my just an everyday and to maintain my own sanity. Maybe I rationalize it as a somewhat positive outcome because the money's going to go. What? It's not the money's not going to be sitting in a bank somewhere. It's going to be allegedly dispersed to the Afghan population. To what? Through like hu- Western humanitarian nonprofits will have deluded idiots. No, <laughs> Kim, okay. do, you, do you agree with me? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I do. Yeah, we we went in and we left chaotically and people died and we left a a wake of of disaster and 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 starvation. And also the Afghan government did that as well. But I I don't think we have any business um, saying what happens with these funds. I don't it's they're not ours. So do you think that if the seven billion in funds have gone back to the Afghan uh, Taliban government? I think we should if we want to do something humanitarian, we should uh, distribute all of the funds back to the the Afghan people. I I don't know. But Jen just said that humanitarian more complicated than that. And in the, I mean, seeing as they have no infrastructure, Jen, and how would that even work? And the but Taliban is running the country. I mean, how would they? They're corrupt. I mean, they would use it to what? Chop off women's yes, but they, but, but, let me, let me you say know, something. genitals and and um, okay, then know. we need to freeze all of Saudi Arabia's mm-hmm. assets because let me tell you uh, something. Well, yeah, I mean, they don't they now, don't treat their women talking, that much but better. Like, 
I, I completely agree. We've oh. had we've had this horrible, unholy alliance uh, alliance with Saudi for for a long time. But like, I think it is a little complicated. To, it's you know, if we are going to give them their seven billion dollars back, how would how would the people get it? Yeah, it I just, would be I used just, to. to to, I, it's, how would they about, get it, though? How would, it, how would they get it? If you're talking about a banking system it. that no longer functions, though, you're talking about, for better or for worse, the Taliban is supported in, in Afghanistan. I, I know that's a shock to Americans and to Westerners, but it, it, is, it, it, it was considered a popular government. Like, we uh, might not like it. By women? But that is not, that is not our culture. By women? Uh, yes, by some. You should read the article in The New Yorker about women in the country. Yes. And how we fucking drone bomb them and how their lives were no, no, terror no, no, no. for that's 20 not, years, man. No, 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 no. Yes. Educated women Excuse me. It's not all. women in the country the were majority. terrified by the return of the Taliban no. because they can no longer that's have access selective. to education. But no. Please, please. Okay. You're trying to tell you me. You don't get That is Western fucking imperialism. You're trying to tell me that the U.S. government is something I shouldn't be supporting, which I have my reservations, but now you're literally trying to get me to say that the Taliban is a, a government or whatever they consider themselves. It was a popular, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I mean, to break I, I'm I, sure, I, 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 I'm sure I, the dudes in I'm Afghanistan I'm dubious about that. I mean, I've read control. and I've, uh, I've read about women. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe this is, a luxury of the upper classes and the intelligentsia, but I, you can't tell me that uh, you know women who have been schooled or were going to to uh, you know who were educating themselves who enjoyed careers are now happy that the Taliban is okay. I mean, there's yes, I, I, I doubt that they are. But you should read. There's an article in the New Yorker. It's called "The Other Afghan Women," and it's about the vast majority of women in the countryside, of which that comprises a huge amount of that country. Yeah. Who, let's, who, so that's that's equal to the women I'm sorry, in the countryside of the United no, States. No, but who that's, love there's Trump. a completely there's a complete it's, double it's, standard. You no, know, because the people the the okay, the so less educated are you ready to go? The less oh, so I have a question for you, Camilo. Yeah. Are you so if you feel that strongly about it, I'm assuming that you or family members or close friends will be going to fight those wars where you feel that culture is personally offensive to what you consider freedom to be. I, that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. You're yes, you're but arguing, that has been the guiding you're principle. Arguing, you're arguing that a, a, a population, first of all. I highly question that women who are you don't systematically know. oppressed. You frankly do not I don't fucking know. know. But can I highly question it? I highly question that women who are systematically oppressed, who are polled, quote unquote, as to whether they're satisfied with their life, are eager to say no. I'm but that's not. the funny thing about this culture. You don't know. Sucks. I have to wear a burqa. I can, you don't I know that, though. I and can for many barely people, they leave find my great- house. But here's the thing. For many people, they find great comfort in tradition, in rituals. That is how they are raised. Not everybody Uh wants to, like, sit at home and watch Kim Kardashian on Bravo and think that that is freedom. Are these the two choices? Are these the two choices? There's a a much lower bar for for freedom or higher bar, I would say, than watching the Kardashians. And it's freedom. A girl wants to know math. Like a girl wants to learn you know, math and they're like, no math for you, bitch. Like, that's too much information. Absolutely. If you can absolutely. Five but if that is the 10, standard by which we're, we are judging or the reason why we should or shouldn't occupy countries, I have news for you. We'd be in a lot of places. And believe me, for the most part, when we do become an occupying force, newsflash, people don't like us. Yeah, yeah, but this is irrelevant to what we're talking about. You keep bringing it back to the U.S., but what we're talking about, what we're talking about here is, is the situation in Afghanistan better under the Taliban? And also, I want to bring it back further, is dispersing $3.5 to $7 billion. Do you think that's really going to elevate the life of your I think it'll I don't think it's rural, our money to fucking rural residents of Afghanistan. 
Well, a that's a gross way to say it. Like the precious oh. rural residents of Afghanistan. Well, Those because you're lives. They're non-white yeah. lives, FYI. Okay? okay. Yeah. Those are people's. Those are people's lives. Yeah. If you want to go no, down please, that road, please, 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 please don't racialize it. This has nothing to do. Oh, with that. everything is it's racialized, all about, especially no. in progressive discourse. No, no, no. no. This okay, is, we're talking about imperial Kim, colonial This is like that actions. article. This is like that article. I, sent you guys or I talked to you about where white people are always trying to make themselves less racist than other white people. Yeah, I'm like basically, this is what Jan making, is doing right now. But I'm but, exactly I'm making but what a point. Of, what we're I talking about a now point is about who's more racist. I'm, I get to be, I, am, I get to break the tie. Wait a yes. second. I am making no I am Kim, making a point Kim, about how Kim, progressive Kim, Kim. this is this conversation is going nowhere. Anyway we disagree. Yeah, we disagree. We disagree. That's the that's the freedom we have in beautiful, perfect United States to have this kind of discussion and actually disagree. I regret voting for Joe Biden. I'll say that. <sighs> so you would have voted for Trump? I would not have voted. It was I know. just it something you can, please to do cut your while pearls. I was making plans to leave the country, to be quite honest with you. Um, so I certainly uh, I did vote for Biden because I'm not. So did I. I'm not stupid, but I also was like, I don't fucking, this is not my candidate and I'm leaving the country because I don't see this going anywhere good. And that I was, was correct. Good foresight. Yeah, I, 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 I do regret my vote, honestly. So I never got to tell you my conspiracy theory. What is it? I think Bob Saget was assassinated. Apparently he hit his head. But apparently the skull, the skull fracture was so yeah. the skull fracture is so intense that it's like uh, similar. It, it's indicative of somebody falling two stories from a building. Oh, God. And the cracking is so was so powerful that it like went around his skull and also like cracked around the his eye orbits. Is this is this true? Yes, this is true. So oh, wait, they don't, no, hold on. They don't understand. Did he really have COVID or were you kidding about that? No, he really did have COVID. They said he had COVID. They had, he had traces of COVID, but that, they said that's normal. If they said it's, he'd had it. They said it's he'd normal. had COVID though, but he was traveling to work. So he wasn't. He didn't active. currently have it as far as I understand. Yeah, he yeah. had it and he had traces, which are normal to have after having COVID, like just a small amount of traces. Who do you think assassinated him then? I don't know, like some heckler that no. like, like um, a popular theory. Someone would have to like, you mean like you think someone snuck into his hotel room and like bashed him in the head they or pushed they him out the window and then put him in bed. They don't they don't think he. No, there's no other bodily contusions to indicate that he had fallen from a great height. They just don't understand how in a confined space you could hit your head that hard, hit your head that hard. So, yeah. Saginon, go for it. Make become the Alex Jones of Bob Saget conspiracy theories. In any case, way. it's very sad. You know, it, it was sad. It, he it seems also, very beloved. Yeah, it makes you realize, like we are fragile. It makes you realize. <laughs> it's like what it, I'd like to know is what doesn't make you realize. <laughs> What what makes you feel that you are even going to live an, uh, another hour? Henry Kissinger. <laughs> Henry Kissinger. Dick he Cheney. will never die. Dick Cheney. Um, Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Truly, some truly I fucking guess. evil man. Did you did you not feel invincible at some point? Like I remember, I used to cross New York like avenues. I was like, "Bitch, the lights green for me," or you know, white the walk sign and people in cars would still be like pouring and I'd be like, no, I've never felt invincible. And that's part of the reason why I'm still alive. And like, I didn't get into the car with the boy I was in love with in high school named Heath, who got drunk and like ran into a highway embankment, you know, shit like that. Like, that's just, those were situations that a lot of people have narrowly survived or not survived. And I've just not been in them. You know, I've always. Did he die? Yeah, he did. Oh, wow. no, I'm so at, sorry. At, at 19. Oh, um, God. Yeah. And he, he had he had another girl in the in the car and she oh, died my goodness. as well. 
but it, it definitely could have been me. You know, it's up to so, never get in the car with someone drinking. You know what I mean? Oh. So that yeah. mark. So do you feel like that was a turning point for you, where you're like, I need to be really careful? No, no. I've always. I mean, we've said we've talked about it before. I've always just had I <laughs> affinity for death or with death. That's not really the right way to put it, but I've always. Um, contemplated it and really ruminated and tried to get wrap my head around it from a very young age. And yeah, I've never really thought, no, I always just thought I could die. We, I mean, it was born out. It's not like I had people die extremely close to me at young ages, but like, as soon as I got that concept, it really stuck with me. And I think it has a lot to do with my religious upbringing as well. You know, because death is the gateway to your afterlife and it will either be an eternity in you know eternal damnation or or eternal to me i thought sorry i really hope my parents don't listen i do know they stopped me though but like <laughs> heaven sounded really boring i i just <laughs> that was that was also part of it for me it's like so what do we do again we sit around there's angels they're like harp music and sounds really like fucking a, boring there's like one of those like uh giant chess sets you know that are like on the floor <laughs> no i want uh, one of those giant pianos like in the movie big mm, there probably is but how entertaining can that be for eternity exactly how entertaining can anything be for eternity uh, there's one 2000 piece puzzle but only one <laughs> um i what mean about, you know it's um like, in Mormon heaven where you get reunited with like your dogs and your whole family. I mean, I think that's Christian heaven too, essentially. Yeah. But I, I don't know about the dogs part. It's really specific. It's like, like, Oh fuck. I have to take care of 20 dogs now though. All the ones I've owned in my life. Yeah. But you don't, uh, they don't poop and probably maybe they don't eat or whatever. And that's another thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you're scared. Do. You don't need to eat. And I was like, well, screw that. I mean, that they sounds terrible. Poop. They do poop. That's hail. That's what <laughs> hail is. Hail is dog it's poop angelic, from heaven? angelic dog poop. Okay, that explains everything. Okay, Thank you. I can co-sign. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I thought it was like frozen unicorn tears, but you're telling me that it's literal dog shit. Okay, great. Why not both? Dog shit from heaven, though, Kim. That's so true. It's basically marshmallows. <laughs> oh, the dentier car, but yeah, sure. The Christian, the Christian, um, the Christian Bible also says that when you go to heaven, there are many mansions. So, Ooh. like in my upbringing, like my experience with mansions was was very limited. It was like you know, like mini mansions, like suburban mini mansions. So, so that also didn't sound good to me. You know what I mean? Like I just, the whole thing, you have eternal torturous hell on one side, which, okay, we know we don't want that. But then the other eternity sounds really freaking tacky as well, you know? <laughs> so I don't know what to say about it. Suburban sprawl, like entrances with two columns. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, uh, Just like a subdivision of all the worst people in your church. <laughs> not <laughs> even, like not even the worst matches. people, just the most like banal. Oh, exactly. Where, Those are the worst. Where it's like all you're doing is bringing hot. All the to best people are probably not going to be there. Like, like in our church, the choir leader who was gay AF. You know, like these things like this, I was just like, none of this makes sense to me. I'm hearing about this fire and brimstone. The, the preacher seems really, really preoccupied with gay people. Like in the panoply of sins, you would put this at the very freaking top for some reason. Meanwhile, Tyrone over here is like bringing down the house with like lip gloss on. And you're preaching about all the gay people going to hell. Like me at 12 sitting there putting this all together was like, none of this makes any sense to me at all. 
Well, in other news, it seems like at the football game, the Super Bowl, there was a commercial and Larry David was shilling for cryptocurrencies. He was. God, what is was, wrong uh, with these what's people? What's her name with him? Your favorite? Matt, Matt Damon. Yeah. Was Matt Damon oh, there? Matt Damon. God, are these people just bored? They have so much money already. It's weird. I went to brunch today and there were two like weird expats talking about cryptocurrency and they were so Again? everything about them. Kim, Again, do they always yeah. come in totally pairs? Different. Were they, they Americans or were they Brits? N- no, there was one. The one guy was British and the other one American or Canadian. And they were talking about buying things like they were like they were, I guess, wealthy, um, like tech people. Yeah, they were talking about this tech company, this tech company, and then they were talking about cryptocurrency. And and then the one guy was like, yeah, this guy was talking to. And it's the same thing we were talking about. It sounds like a fucking pyramid scheme. This guy was telling me he could, you know, to to X my money. And then the other guy was like, well, doesn't that sound a little bit like a scam to you? The the, actually the other guy was sounded a little bit more sensible, the non-British guy. Um, But uh the Brit was probably a few Bloody Marys in. It's like, I do we know Bloody Mary? What's it's that? just like a pyramid scheme. And in oh, that, sure. like, you, you're you pretty sure someone makes money, but you have not met that person yet. Who's it's Larry money. David. <laughs> yeah, it's Larry David. <laughs> Clearly. Cur- curb your, like, your, make, make your scam money enthusiasm. Advertising for crypto. Like, get that real money yeah. advertising for it. Uh, speaking of, like, weird futuristic stuff, Kim. Yeah. You have something for us about the future. In 30 years, stuff will be different. How different? You don't know. But we'll speculate for the show. Come along for the ride. Yeah, you know, um, I thought since today, even though this will be totally obsolete by the time um, it is edited and uploaded, but we've been talking about sports and today is Super Bowl Sunday. I thought I'd talk about the future of sports. Yay. Wow. And I can't the worst person to talk about it because I understand almost no sports, but I am like vaguely interested in what we'll be doing in the future. Maybe, maybe the future will make sports less boring to me. I think that um, is a possibility. Um, So I found a couple of like, cool articles from weird sources. One of them is a whole website dedicated to the future of sports, and it's called sporttomorrow.com. And this particular article by Jan Keys Mons. What do we think this person is? Is this person like Dutch or something? John John Keys Keys Mons. Mons. Jan, or it's Jan, like Jan. Yeah, yeah. Yawn. Dutch or Dutch. Yeah. yeah. Hello, yeah. Yawn. So, yeah. Will yeah. you Jan have a marijuana Jan. cigarette for me? That is not as good as your British accent, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> yes, your British accent is so wonderful. <laughs> I thought it was perfection. Uh, mm. um, so, this article is called 10 Stunning Predictions About the Future of Sports in the Coming Decade. Then I have another source that we can talk about that projects even further into the future. But um, here are some things, okay? We're looking forward into the future. The sports media landscape will dramatically change. It'll change the way that we uh, look at this uh, content, consume this content. Traditional media might go the way of the dodo bird. Um, it might be all pay per con- pay per content, you know, all pay per view, and everything will be customizable. Camera angles, stats, interviews, everything customized for your viewing pre- pleasure. Expect it says a kind of Netflix for sports to come to the fore and battle for media rights. But isn't that um, ESPN already? No. I, oh, okay. I have when Kim's done. I have something. I have something relevant to say. Okay. That, that I'm furious about. Oh yeah. Oh. 
Okay. Is it the Afghan government's money being stolen? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That, that I'm totally fine with. Um, it's a new football league in Afghanistan that will solve everything. Uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> Camila looked really interested in that. Um, so more and more sports federations, leagues and clubs will start to broadcast their own productions. And everybody, just like sort of what the Internet is doing already, which is democratizing entertainment. Everybody in some small or large way, um, and as much as they have access to the internet and can find viewers, everybody can produce content. And that includes sports content. I mean, maybe we'll have like booby nip slip Olympics. Maybe that will be my own contribution. And uh, it says that Gen Z and Gen Alpha will play an important role and they'll be the main consumers and producers, right? Because they get everything. Um, And it says expect new platforms to emerge. I mean, I guess that's whatever. Like, of course, there will be new platforms. So, hmm. Like Truth Truth Social. Like what? Like Truth Social. What's that's, that? I don't. That's Trump's social media and. Uh, oh God! Empire. When did that happen? I thought oh, they God. kicked him off I, the I'm internet. I'm sorry. I don't want to derail your thing. We'll we'll talk about it another time. But um, but yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. Great. Uh, you agree with Jan, though. I'm just. <laughs> Jan. Jan is my friend from yes. Amsterdam. We are such good friends. We we glide over the canals together in beautiful Amsterdam. Well, Jan says, uh, prediction number two, Jan from Amsterdam and your, you know, amazing Dutch accent there. Um, He says that sportification and gamification will gather momentum. So new sports will uh, emerge. This doesn't even, this article, which uh, Jan wrote in 2020 pre predates the metaverse, but it does mention that new sports will emerge uh, as with VR, AR, and AI technology. Um, so, as as popular as gaming is with millennials and Gen Alpha they will sort of become infused into this new virtual reality, meta, whatever verse. And e-athletes will emerge as a serious, you know, sports, uh, sports possibility. Uh, this already be, is a huge, e-sports are already massive. E, this, will, this will be more and more massive. This, this is like e-sports with VR goggles, you know, they will take over in a way that there is very little demarcation between uh, old, old sports and new sports. Everything will be, every, everything will kind of be integrated with this new virtual reality Maybe not metaverse, because can we all agree that it looks like this is going to tank? But who knows? It's um, a dog. Yeah. So, OK, this one is something I'm really interested in. Uh, prediction three from Jan. <laughs> Sustainability. I mean, when you think about it, we've been doing like sports stadiums um, kind of the same way since the, the Coliseum and never has been a very sustainable sort of thing. You get thousands of people in one place. They create an incredible amount of trash. They have single use cups and plastics and all the things that are the worst things, probably actually Coliseum times, you know, what you'd probably get a turkey leg and something wrapped in a goat's stomach and, you know, just chow down. (laughs) That sounds pretty damn sustainable actually oh. but it's become less so I so where, they poo- where did they go to the bathroom though they, oh. well they did have in, in ancient rome they did have these sort of like arena uh these uh, circular sort of kind of like public baths but they were public yeah. toilets you just sit around and stare at each other pooping it's kind of strange oh wonderful so it was probably something like that yeah um I went so, to the Coliseum, but I don't remember the poop holes. 
the poop holes. Yeah. You were probably sitting on one the whole time. And yeah. I probably was walking, <laughs> walking over the ancient poop holes. Did you know that if you go into the catacombs of Rome, you might get pooped on by a tourist? Oh, I miss that too. I've been in the oh. catacombs of Paris, but not Rome. Same. Too bad. Was I there miss- poop when um, you went? I don't remember. No, poop. there were just a lot of soft heads. There were a lot of soft skulls. Yeah. Yeah. Crunching that I was crunching on. It's it's pretty wild, actually. Yeah. Um, I've never done so, that. So, Jan, back to sustainability and the. Welcome back, Jan. Well, we, it means new stadiums that their goal is to be carbon neutral. Um, and everything that people consume will be fully recyclable, recyclable. Um, and, and also obviously a big component of this is energy output. It takes an incredible amount of energy to light these stadiums. Um, and so they need to generate their own energy and water and, Another aspect of that is, you know, avoiding this sort of tailgate uh, car culture where everybody comes in their individual cars, clogging the air with their, you know, fuel inefficient clunkers on the way to the stadium. There will be electric cars, there'll be carpooling, there will be shared transportation, especially dedicated for these sports. Oh, centers. Kansas City is Kansas City has a lot is going to have a lot to say about this. No, no. Well, they like their old no no tailgating with no barbecuing in the uh, in the parking lot. It's not sustainable. Get uh, over I, yourselves, I, Kansas I don't, City. I, okay. I don't disagree with you. You, you. you might find as much resistance as like the Canadian truckers on the Ambassador Bridge. Uh, Do you think that um, Detroit? You right think. Now. We'll get sustainable stadiums uh, before man dies from global warming. Like, which do you think will come first? I, I wonder. Um, <laughs> what I wonder is where is the um, where's the impetus, you know, money wise to make all of this happen until people could uh, corporations see that this will help their bottom line they don't yeah really yeah. care yeah how and, are they going to monetize until consumers this? sorry uh, agreed how are they going to monetize yeah. this yeah, yeah exactly so you know mm, i don't know because this is where my infuriatedness comes in because you were you were talking about sort of dedicated channels for sporting events and that already yeah. happens with pay-per-view fights and things i don't care about but but I assume that they're relatively like streamlined for viewers where there's no advertising because Jim and I were basically trying to watch the rhythm dancing, uh, ice dancing in the Olympics yesterday. And it was so infuriating because after each pair's performance, there would be like three minutes of commercials. And in some instances, Mm -hmm. commercials broke in during a performance in which they moved it to the corner of the screen but because you're not, you're only hearing the commercial. You don't know. You're not hearing like Johnny Weir's like awesome commentary, which is part of the entertainment. You know, mm-hmm. for the and Olympics. The Olympics, yeah. It, it's so infuriating that no one is watching it, so they have to get um, their money somehow. Is that what it is? But the yeah, athletic, it's the like the lowest rated. Are just. But but still, they say that every time and it's still a cash cow for the advertisers, like enough people are watching it's, you know, are watching it. And it's so infuriatingly commercialized and the ads come at you so fast and loose, like literally after almost every athlete's performance, a new set of ads. Yeah, that I, I was livid. Well, listen to this moving into the future you're talking about ads and how they're going to make their money people i guess the idea is they will feel less annoyed by the ads if the ads are personalized to them so using so this is this is the stadium of the future right 
there will be personalized digital ads. Special that's minority offer report. For you, Dentair. No, um, that's basically that's minority report. Do you feel like when you see targeted ads, like when you talk about, although part of the reason that Facebook's uh, tank completely fucking went in the toilet hole is because Apple now um, effectively put a uh, restriction on them. You can now opt out of your phone tracking you. Apple basically forced Facebook to do this in order to operate on their iOS system. You effectively now, if you open up Facebook or any of their shit, like if you deactivate Facebook on your phone, like when I take, I'm constantly taking Instagram off of my phone, but if you put it back on your phone, it'll say, do you want to be tracked? It now gives you the option and you can say no. You can you can say nope. You're you you don't get to track me. Who are the people anymore. who say yes? That's what I'm so me, curious about. Me. Idiots. Because Why do you want to be feeling? tracked? Because I don't want to see bullshit ads that I don't care about. I want to see. Well, you want to see the. You want to see the. Which brings me back. Yeah. Which brings me back to the smart stadium with personalized digital ads. These ads. Uh, use predictive analytics to gain a better understanding of individual fan profiles. So organizers will be able to target them around the stadium with content just for you um, based on the location, time, and preferences. Also, listen to this. Okay, listen to the rest of this. This is a brief kind Mm, of... uh, Sideline from the, the, the top 10. I don't know what we were on. One and a half. <laughs> Sorry. You guys have six hours. Yawn. Um, what so, number uh, <laughs> are we on, Yawn? So uh, picking out faces in the crowd. This is interesting. I mean, this is all kind of along the lines of what our, what's already happening with our phones and jet tracking us, Jen, like you said. Um, security and safety will be more effective through the facial recognition technology and big data tools to manage crowd control and respond to disturbances. Information will be delivered to security personnel in just 0.3 seconds. So, so so-and-so up in the nosebleed seats, punched, you know, those, who, who are the two teams playing today? It's the, the Rams and somebody else. And the the Buccaneers. I don't know. The Bengals. Yeah. Okay. So some, some row breaks out and a drone just zips right over to seat, you know, 200 triple AA and breaks it up, takes their pictures, um, you know, books them. Uh, removes them from the crowd, perhaps. Yeah, fuck those uh, assholes. Get out of there. Get okay, there. I'm going to say you're just, something. You're disturbing this is, my Super Bowl experience, man. Like I'm. This is my hot take, Kim. Uh, None of this is yeah. going to happen. Yeah, you know, it I, does sound I a little don't bit like flying cars. When, I think you know. that um, in uh, 500 years, the experience of going to a sports game will be closer to the Coliseum than it will be to this. Oh my God. Are mm. they going to fill it with water and like uh, put like uh, vessels in there and do that? That cool. That was, yeah. that was not at the Coliseum. That was at the, no, was it at the Coliseum wasn't. or was it at the, um, uh, the other? No, the, uh, I don't the, think the it was an a, a aqua duct or whatever. I do have a question though, for you guys. Do you and think this is, that this football, is a closing, this is, uh, I'm the police. I'm the, I'm the drone here. Okay. You're the Imperial police. It fits. I am Um, the centurion. I am the centurion with the Uh helmet and the sexy like leather skirt. Uh, This is the Um, final question. You are the officer of the British empire. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, Do you think that football, knowing what we know about football, American football, do you think that will last like in terms of, all the, the concussions that the players get, you know, the obvious brain damage that the game causes, the way it's played now. Do you think that in our lifetime, we will see the same kind of football that we do now? Uh, and, and, um, and this is a speed, speed round answers, please. Speed round. Yeah, but according to this, I think, I think we will see um, essentially the same football, but there will be advances um, 
another article that I looked at that I don't really have ready. It's kind of like kind of talks about we've talked about CRISPR technology, et cetera. Athletes will be half cyborg medically enhanced um they uh they will have genetic enhancements for injury prevention um they will have certain performance enhancements that are built into their dna we're talking like i don't know 50 100 years i think it's i think i think the game will stay the same but the people and the interventions with technology will change I'm with Kim 100%, and I also think that the equipment will evolve to be more shock absorbent as they develop new technologies and the materials so that they can be just as vicious and nasty and still not get hurt. Um, I, I, I think it'll persist. It'll probably, the rules will probably evolve in some ways, but, um, but yeah. Great final question, Jen. I mean, who better <laughs> to ask than Kim and myself about the future of a sport we both worship, uh, we both follow very closely. We clearly do, as yeah. it is the hugest thing in the United States and none of us are watching it right now. Or, <laughs> well, I wish so. I had seen Larry David's crypto commercial. Yeah. Well, I regret. Again, there's always YouTube. That's or true. Just all you gotta do is Google Best ads of Super Bowl 50 and um, they'll all come right up. And you know what? We'll all be talking about them tomorrow on the water cooler. It's going to be so (laughs) great. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us. As always, you can depend on us for friendly disagreements because we still all love each other, right? Mm hmm. Wow, that pause was so tough. Of course, we love each other. We are like we are no. like a we are like a family. as much as we ever did. Yes, we are. A, That's we are, true. We are a family that is, <laughs> no matter how much we diverge in in our lifestyles and opinions, we are inextricably bound for all time. Oh, one little factoid: the median price of the Super Bowl ticket is five thousand two hundred and forty-three dollars. Yeah, insane. Highly That's democratic. Absolutely. Insane. Yeah. yeah. I'll be yeah. getting you guys that. Yeah. If you want to give, if, if a better use of how much $5,235, sorry, $43 would be to donate it to our Patreon. Uh, just look for halfway there podcast at patreon.com. Um, I've thought of a new perk for Patreon. If you donate to our Patreon, I will do a half year face, half skull illustration like in our logo. <gasps> I love it. Such a good idea. um, If you want your own uh, version. I'll give them an avatar. I I will do that for you. (laughs) Please do. And um, And if you have any weird facial sort of differences, all the better. Um, Camila will definitely capture you and your uniqueness. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll kind of be like a, um, you know, a Fifth Avenue next to the Met Museum uh, caricature person. I will make all of your flaw, enhance all of your facial flaw. No, 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 no. I'll make you look good. <laughs> Forget it. I'll make you look really good. Uh, I'll bedazzle your yes. skull. If you want to weigh in on whether the U.S. government uh, is, <laughs> is better than the Afghan government, like who are you with? Okay, well, you should read the article yeah. in the show notes yes. from the us- other Afghan women. Yeah. Yes. So you don't think I'm just some crazy, like, anti-American government freak. Okay, I'm so if you, if you are not a, if you are a communist freak or if you love the US of A and you're on a bridge right now um, blocking the exchange of goods between Canada and the US, we want to hear from you at... We're at halfway there, the podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, I like that. Uh, anything else they should uh, send us emails about? Well, as Jan, I would love for you to cover more international subjects that affect <laughs> the low countries like the Netherlands. And uh, and uh, what are you loved it? It was Denmark, good for the first three seconds. Denmark. They have flood-proof homes yeah. there. <laughs> they yeah. Um, 
you guys we really appreciate you tuning in we um we assume that someone is listening and um Mm -hmm. we love you for it we'd love to hear from you um really we're stepping it up on our social media we are just trying to connect with you so connect with us write us um go to our instagram and make a comment or like and share and 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 give us five stars and write us a great review uh on yeah on what 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 are we on now what platforms okay so we are we took a stand and we're no longer on spotify but um this is currently february 2022 if you are listening from the future and there's been some issues they with are Spotify recently that you may may or may not be aware of. Maybe they're in, not in the history books. I don't know. But um, everything else, leave us. I uh, love this fantasy where Camilo thinks that our podcast has been found in some time capsule in mm. like 2300 and it needs to explain current Think events from 2022. If you are the person from 2300 and you're choosing things to put into like the capsule to send into space or whatever, how is this episode not in there? Yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good question. Let's leave, um, leave them with that. And also the plea to keep it perky. Keep it perky. Keep it perky. Bye. This has been halfway there but it's also the end. The end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it.